0: Welcome to the Bootleg and Knuckles Podcast. What's up, motherfucker? What up, y'all? So we couldn't get Black Prez on this week. He's in uh, London or Berlin or something. We couldn't get our times matched up, so he'll be on the next show. We also got Austin Jones coming in, uh, MMA fighter from Colorado. But today we got a very special guest, DJ T-Bone Scarpone. That's the homie. Woo, woo. He's not just a DJ now. So when did you start rapping?
1: Man, I've been rapping since kindergarten. Okay, not really. Um, you know, I don't know. I've been rapping a long time, but I just started to like really rap. I started to wrap up a rapping. I rapped, and now we wrapped it up in the whole CD paper and everything. Uh, got the first mixtape out. So I would say uh, all of uh, 2014 was dedicated to uh, my debut rap project. Um But, you know, there's seeds from before. I mean, there's a joint on there done in 12. There's a joint on there done in 10. So there's some old shit and some new shit.
0: Nice. What's your uh, mixtape called? Meat. What was your inspiration for the
2: the title of this?
1: The title, Meat. Well, okay, so my name's T-Bone. So you kind of get the T-Bone, the meat. Um, yeah, it's also like, it's a very, um, there's some content in there. As my homie said to me yesterday, there's some content on meat. And, um, so that's the thing I'm cutting to the meat of the issue. I'm, I'm getting right down to the nitty gritty. I'm mincing no words. I'm giving no fucks. I'm pulling no punches, right? I'm getting down to the meat of things. And there's a big picture of my fucking crotch on the front. So <laughs> it's my fucking meat. Suck my fucking meat. You want to suck my fucking balls, huh? Yeah. <laughs>
2: I was definitely looking at the cover while he said
0: most of that. Are you hard? Oh,
1: I'm just kidding. This is a family show.
0: <laughs> so the kids go to bed. So what's your favorite song on the album, if you have one?
1: Um, You know, I really like um, Against the Grain. I like Rolling Stone. I like Have Some Fun. Have Some Fun might be one of the realest records on there. Maybe not the most fun to listen to. I also love Olive Oil. Olive Oil was... A fun one to rap and, um, yeah. I like them all, man.
0: I think my favorite is, uh, Hey Girl.
1: (laughs) Hey Girl is
0: dope.
2: I had to see. First song is the best song.
1: The cover Cover of the the Rolling Stone.
2: Stone. Yeah. That would be my shit off of this. How, uh, I don't, I don't know why you put these in a certain order as you did, but, um, having I Want Your Sex and then Interview with the Big Bad Wolf. What what came about that? That sounds like that kind of intertwines together.
1: Um, I mean, uh, the skits kind of were all, you know, written and, and recorded. And I just kind of crammed them in there in certain orders. And, and it is interesting, the, the orders that I picked there with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it kind of does. I think those skits kind of line up to the tracks that they proceed uh, or come after in some cases. Okay.
2: Yeah So we, we've known each other For a long time
1: Yeah Five years We're, We've been Facebook friends For five years <laughs> Facebook official how, I saw uh, that
2: how, how did you figure this out? I,
1: Facebook told me So how, I thought they must have told you Did you
2: get a notification from <laughs> it this? It popped
1: up on my timeline And it was like You and uh bootleg have been friends for five years would you like to like make a commemorative picture i didn't do all that ch- shit <laughs> but i figured that you got the same notification no i did not get this notification. well maybe i'll commemorate us with a picture if right. they give me another chance yeah and i'm gonna talk to them give about me another mine. chance facebook
0: <laughs> yeah we got a lot of crazy memories remember going to arizona and then taver hit that car then you just <laughs> drove off <laughs>
1: I was just thinking about that. Bootlegs over here drinking this tall can of tea. I was thinking about him throwing up four loco and hanging onto this chain link fence for dear life. <laughs> I have that on video. I can't wait to show you. You know, I,
2: I blame all of that on Black Prez for that one. For him trying to get sick and then end up me getting sick. And then everybody looking at me getting sick. <laughs> yeah, everybody was sitting there gagging, making throw up noises. And <laughs> he doesn't do well with that. I'm so, this <laughs> continued for like a half a fucking hour.
1: All epic. Right. Epic.
2: Well, what where are you where are you going? h you're going somewhere. I'm now. going
1: to Arizona tonight. I'm going to Scottsdale. What I'm you gonna, doing? I'm gonna go do a, a wedding for my good friends, Katie and Blaine.
2: Nice. Yeah. That'll be fun. Uh we
1: yeah. go back, man, me and Katie. We're like old oh, hoods from the woods, man. Like she's actually on some of my old, old DJ mixtapes from like circa two thousand one, two thousand two. Oh, I made three ver I made three volumes of this whole mix. Uh the Dope Shit, Dope Shit Volume Two, dope. and then uh Dope yeah. Shit Dope Shit <laughs> Two Thousand One, I think. So this was back when I was making these and and I, I we recorded little intros and Katie's definitely on one of these intros. She's like, Hey motherfuckers, welcome to Dope Shit Three, the Dopest Shit to Ever Be. Mixed <laughs> by the Breast Around, Travis Motherfucking Brown or something like that. <laughs> that's so awesome. That's the homegirl Katie. I'm going to do her wedding.
2: Okay.
0: Another thing about Arizona, I remember you almost ran over somebody.
1: I remember you uh, almost <laughs> killed us all driving in the middle of two lanes in the middle of the night. <laughs> through border checkpoint areas, yeah. bouncing <laughs> up and down in your seat so you wouldn't pass out. Oh man! Good times. <laughs> Fearing for One our lives. One hour sleep
0: driving, 14 hours. It was crazy. Speaking of uh, running people over, did you see that Shook Knight video? That shit was crazy. I saw it. I finally seen this video. Looked like he was getting punched in the face. I probably would have ran over the first dude, but he decided to run over the second one, so I don't think he's getting away with
1: that. Uh, He hit them both, and they took the blood out of the second one. Yeah. At least in the one I saw, they were like, the blood has been blurred out because it's too gory. I'm like, damn.
0: So, So he backed up into the first guy. And then hit and drive, and then hit the second guy. Hit the second guy, who was, like, backing away. And then the third guy goes Mm -hmm. and picks up the dude who's laying down and picks up, like, a gun off of him or some shit. So they say it could be.
1: Could be a gun. Who knows, really? But it's interesting how this video's out and how people are wondering about talking and speculating. Who
2: knows? Could always been, like, uh, Ezell and Debo at the end. I don't steal. I I kill. kill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that (laughs)
0: motherfucker's crazy. He, uh... (laughs) (laughs) He was getting arrested, and then uh, he kept going in for medical issues. Like, he had internal bleeding and all these things, and he's just trying to prolong it. I don't blame him, but... No, no, at the end of that, no. I, I'd say I'm legally blind,
2: too, if I was going to go to jail for fucking 25 years. So...
1: Speaking of Compton, y'all excited to see the Straight out of Compton movie this fall?
0: Yeah,
2: I've I seen the trailer. Did you see the
0: trailer?
1: I've seen the trailer.
2: I
0: heard Compton Menace is in it. Shout out Compton Menace. But I don't know if he's like a cameo or just... An actual actor yeah. or somebody? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, yeah, you've been DJing for a long time. When did you start?
1: I, you, you know, it's like almost one of them things. If you count me doing like the dope shit mixes and like starting to be a facilitator of music it goes back man it goes way back but it was a, as far as like officially like saying okay i'm a dj i'm gonna show up you can pay me this is what i do i started doing it in 2003 at the very end of 03
0: nice what well, made you want to start getting into that
1: Well, it was. It was just a natural thing. Like I was facilitating making the mixtapes, and it's like I went out and spent my money and bought all the new hot CDs, and back in those days, you actually bought CDs, and they were actually somewhat decent, and uh, you know, you get a handful of them, five, six new ones, you got all the new joints, you take them home, and then you pick all the best joints, and you put them all together on a mix, and then share it with your friends, and be like, oh yeah, here's that hot shit. In case you didn't know, now you know. So I had the dope shits, and Uh, We had, uh, even when I was just like a freshman, sophomore, uh, wasn't even on the varsity basketball team, but the varsity basketball team came to my house to make the warm-up tape. Like, oh, yeah, T-Bone, you just, yeah, you're going to make this for us. We'll help you, but you got to make it. So it started early, naturally, and then uh, it was really my dad and my mom, uh, but they, like, noticed me always sitting on the computer, always playing with the music. What are you doing? Uh, I don't know. Just playing. And then they they eventually. My dad was a coach at the time, and he was like, "Hey, uh, you should buy all this sound equipment because you have a good job and you have money. Buy a bunch of sound equipment. Come play the home games. I'll pay you, and it's gonna make the games that much more of a home home environment atmosphere."
2: And that was kind of like your start into it. They, right yeah,
1: there. man, that was that was boom. That's you know that's why I bought all these big speakers and stuff. I probably spent about two thousand dollars on gear made 50 bucks a home game i think after one season or two i did the boys and the girls home games as much as i could um all the gear was paid off and then yeah people just approached me to do birthday parties and you know weddings and eventually school dances and then you know it's all just kind of snowballed a lot of it i've just fallen into how
0: do you feel about the button pushing dj since you're kind of old school you got the you know
1: well, you know i saw a dj last night actually and somebody was like you know button pushing he's got a serato controller you know i don't really care i don't have nothing against anybody i feel like it's it's um it's a big world out there and no matter what you do and how you do it it's all valuable whatever i mean i don't i'm not going to use a serato controller cuz i don't fucking know how <laughs> but <laughs> um you know if that works for somebody i mean i didn't know what this guy was doing but he was mixing joints and i was like "Mm, okay cool whatever but you know other djs were hating but some people hate but that's all right i'm trying to encourage everybody not to hate because there's room out there for everything if you listen to my mixtape there's room out there for everything at least i hope so
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm kind of the opposite i hate everything that's okay (laughs) no i'm just kidding but uh So So you're right. When did I meet you? I remember going to Fort Collins at a show, but I don't remember which show or when that was.
1: The first time I met (laughs) Knuckles. Did you come to the Drunken Monkey show? I probably did, but... If not that...
0: I wonder if it was Hodie's or something.
1: It might have been Hodie's. It might have been Dead Prez or something. Okay. Somewhere in there. Yeah. We're talking talking 2008, 2007 potentially. Back in the day. Maybe 08.
0: So when did you end, first end up meeting Black Prez? Because you were his main DJ for a little bit.
1: What do you mean I was for a little bit? Fuck? I still am. Well, you, you're rapping now, so
0: wasn't sure. I know, right?
1: Yeah, I know, right? Um, um, shit, I met Prez in 07 when we were trying to start a hip-hop night. Me and my very good friend, Miles, we were starting a hip-hop night. Shit, Taver was been there in those days, too. That was, uh, Taver was back in those days, too. But uh, we started this hip-hop night, and for the first night, uh, it was, like, going to be like a Sunday night thing, 18 and up dance party. I was like, well, we got to get some live entertainment to kick off the first one. So I hit up the homie, Thomas the Franchise. I said, you want to come through and do this uh, set? He was like, okay. And then he was like, hey, can I bring uh, the homie Black Prez? And I was like, who the hell is Black Prez? And he's like, well, he's a rapper from Denver. I was like, sure, why not? So Brez came, brought a lot of people, did a hell of a set, and then left. And then his whole crowd left with him. And I was like, damn, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he can bring a crowd. So that was my first meeting and first impression of him. And we probably didn't reconnect for another uh, couple of months. I guess that was early 08 as well, actually. So, yeah, it was definitely, it was '08. I met Franchise in 07, but.
2: What what made that reconnect Black with Prez? Oh, no,
1: that was the Black interesting one. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a show at Hody's. It was the Dead Prez show. Dead Prez was coming, doing a little run through Colorado. And uh, I said, I hit him up on MySpace because <laughs> I saw that he was opening on the show. I was like, yo, man, you need a DJ for the Dead Prez show? And he was like, hell yeah. And so we met at McDonald's in Fort Collins, the one in the middle of town. I'm like, uh college in, uh, and uh drake ish i still get
2: lost there every time
1: i had my black saturn and he had his white saturn and we met up he gave me some of his music i took it home and listened to it it was pretty good and you know i started coming up with ideas of how we're gonna make us make us a, a live show and the other crazy thing is uh the homie skinny black made the flyers for that uh that drunken monkey show back in the day he put the black Pros picture next to the franchise picture yeah. None of us knew each other yet, but it's interesting how things shake out in the long haul.
0: Well, since statue of limitations <laughs> ran out, <laughs> uh, do you remember putting stuff on the cop cars? Like black press stickers?
1: <laughs> I might have stuck one black press sticker on one cop car in Kansas <laughs> City one time like three years ago, almost exactly to the day.
0: Oh, no. Nah, it was more like seven
1: yeah yeah man it's that big old colorado weed bong that's got me foggy
0: how do you feel about legalizing marijuana
1: that's a no-brainer should have been done a hundred years ago i agree next question How i feel
0: (laughs) i don't even smoke weed but i don't have a problem with it
1: we're almost there
0: well at least in almost
2: every state we're almost there
1: yeah, we're getting there.
2: The reason why I went to California and got my red card is because I was going to be there for 420. Did you know that? This year? No, it was, what, 2010? Oh, what we an went, interesting thing. Went out on a little mini vacation, and I was like, man, I need some Whoa. weed. But I don't feel like getting harassed by a possible cop or somebody who's going to try and mug me because I am from this fucking place. So we go to Venice Beach, and all of a sudden I spent 40 bucks, and got a red card. Nice. You You have your red card here, right?
1: I had it, it's expired
2: you you had it yeah you, you uh you went to a lot of dispensaries out here?
1: I did, yeah, back in the day, especially, i mean, I've been through a few, yeah, I mean, I like the experience, it's cool and all especially back in the day to, like, use a credit card, uh, which I don't use anymore, by the way. Cash only. Smart man. Yeah, cash but, all day. <laughs> but back in the day to just be able to purchase weed with a credit card in a store, yeah, that was a trip and a cool experience and, like, a historical thing in a way. So it was cool to be a part of that. But nowadays I still prefer my homie on the street, man. I ain't trying to pay all those taxes. I ain't trying to fucking go up in there and never mind. I ain't going to speak on it. It's fine. Enjoy the dispensaries.
2: I love it, too, but taxes will rape you. Yeah. But, uh, so you performed in a lot of different states. What would you say was your f- most favorite performance out of state?
1: Oh, tough question. Um, we really did have fun uh, in, in Kansas City a couple of years ago, but yeah, South Dakota's always fun. You guys went there honestly. twice. Yeah. Um, what else are we doing? Those we, were
0: packed houses, right? Huh? Oh, yeah. Sold
1: out. Oh, yeah. Those were just, yeah definitely good shows um la we did la last fall that was cool but um what sticks out vegas was cool even too we we did uh, the tuesday blend up in vegas one time that was cool i would have to i'm gonna have to just like really just i'm gonna have to give it to south dakota though i think some of the funnest shows out of state have been in south dakota they get rowdy <laughs>
2: yeah i uh you guys had a really good show in wyoming i remember one of those
1: of course, can't forget Wyoming. Wyoming, Right next door. Line. Yeah, right next door. Shout out, Wyoming. By the way, what is today, the date? Uh, it's, fr- it's Thursday, right? Twelfth?
0: Yeah, I think it's the 12th.
1: So tomorrow's Friday the 13th. That was off the top of my head. So tomorrow's a Friday the 13th? Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I've participated in a little music video shoot. About a month ago, up in Wyoming. About a month ago. Cheyenne. About a month ago. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the Homie Y.O.'s video, and his whole project drops tomorrow.
2: Okay, shout out
1: Y.O. Yeah. This song is called Sex, Guns, and Drugs, and you can look for me in there as the uh, Trailer Park Meth Dealer. I was happy to make a cameo. All right,
2: I
0: made a cameo <laughs> in the Homie Y.O.'s. Okay. Okay. Uh, shoot. One of my favorite shows is probably the Wiz Khalifa show, and only because we brought more fans than he did
1: wow and then
0: <laughs> they all left like once prez got off stage wow and then <laughs> and then about two months later wiz blows up like nonstop. he brings out black and yellow i think the cushion orange juice put him over but i remember seeing the flyer at black's
2: house it's sitting on the table i think near one of your speakers i look at the flyer and i see black prez and dj t-bone i look over at the bigger name i see wiz the next name is his last name couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> Did not know what the fuck his last name
0: was until pretty much black and yellow.
1: Yeah, that was interesting to watch.
0: I remember he was down in the backstage, and uh, he came down in like a $30,000 chain, <laughs> weighing like a whole, whole buck 20. I thought somebody was going to jack him so bad, I wanted to.
1: Your criminal mind was itching, Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
0: Did you spin for the Joker? When he was here,
1: I did.
0: I I knew it. I remember bodyguarding on stage for the Joker. My name is Joker, habitual smoker. That was my <laughs> shit when that came out.
1: Yeah, I burned so many trees that I got splinters in my toaster. <laughs> I
2: need a bitch to stay below my waist like a holster. That shit
1: was tight. I don't know what happened that. Full- he was tight. One hit YouTube wonder. That was a weird show, honestly. That was like Denver. Yep, and. Denver was a tough crowd. It was a bunch of kids from Denver, and it was a tough crowd. Hard to get them to smile, dance, move, shake, anything. Like, they just stood there and stared at you like, I felt like we were in Harlem or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it
2: felt like New York. It was a tough crowd. (laughs) But who who did he come with? Like, him and, like, one other friend and, like, had a DJ? Yeah. Or, like, had a CD saying, hey, can you play this (laughs) when I'm on stage?
0: Yeah. Then he was, like, sitting on the couch backstage, like, all paranoid, like, looking around, like, oh, nobody hits me. (laughs) Uh what, how did do you remember him asking
2: you to be his <laughs> DJ or were you already on stage?
1: Who's? Oh, I didn't I don't think I DJed for the Joker. Oh, you didn't oh. I definitely do not remember that. I don't think so.
2: Okay, I thought you he you ha- or he I might you know.
1: I might have had to plug his t- his tunes in or something like that, but I definitely wasn't like up there spinning for him, honestly. That I recall.
2: Okay, yeah, cuz it's I know a little foggy.
1: Yeah, I can't remember exactly how that went down. I I think the other cat up there, the other DJ might have spun for him. I don't remember.
2: How, how do you like spinning for local acts from here?
1: Um, I love it. You know, I haven't been doing it a lot lately. I've been working on my rap game. But yeah. there's a lot of other emerging DJs out here that I see that <clears throat> are honestly taking up some of my fucking work. And I ain't mad at them for it. Up in Greeley, you've got DJ Dabble, and he does his fucking thing. And I love DJ Dabble. And then uh, uh, DJ uh, True Metal or Heavy Metal? What the fuck is it? Something Metal? DJ Metal, man. I think it's True Metal.
2: We'll, we'll look you up in the box day, Mister Metal. Yeah, Mister Metal, he's up there <laughs> in Fort
1: Collins. He's fucking with the Palace Brands crew. Okay. But yeah, I think it's True Metal. It ain't Heavy Metal. I know it ain't DJ Heavy Metal, but I think it's <laughs> DJ True Metal. He's tight. Yeah. So yeah, there's these cats, man I like it, I love it I like to see everybody doing good I like to see everybody growing and learning and building And that's my thing I've been doing this a long time It doesn't mean I'm necessarily all, a lot farther along than people But I've been doing it long enough And I've tried and seen and learned enough That I'm I'm down to help everybody And teach everybody And show them what I know Even though nobody fucking wants to listen And that's fine, because I didn't want to listen when I was 22 neither
0: Yeah, I understand that <laughs> So shout out to Janky Promoters. Do you remember that fool? <laughs> oh, that fool Waldo.
1: Yeah, I remember. What happened Waldo. with that? Ah, uh, basically Waldo just fucked me in the ass financially. <laughs>
2: okay. See, and this is how Figuratively,
1: <laughs> not literally. <laughs> yeah. This motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know. Basically, you know business was just handled sloppily money was. we were taking out. advantage of and i i knew i knew that they were going to attempt to, to screw me over but i was like well i'm here to play a show i got people that came and paid to see us do a show so we're gonna do the show but if we don't get paid if i don't get my money before this thing's over so i don't get a little change of heart from this promoter here who's trying to pull a fast one well he well nobody's leaving without me running him through the dirt as much as I can. And that's what had to happen ultimately, and it was sad and uh, it sounds awesome on recording. I have it with a bunch of hot cues, and so <laughs> yeah. I can be like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck this guy unless I he pays that. me. Burn this bitch down, whatever <laughs> so um I'm gonna use that as a sample, and I might make a skit on the next record about janky promoters, so shout out to them <laughs> and oh, fuck man. you, Waldo still, you bitch <laughs> and um pay me yeah, fuck yeah there's Bongo. also these other hoes that i did a fashion show once for on a new year's eve i've these. i worked in new year's eve for these hoes this was like five years ago and these hoes never paid me a measly four hundred dollars whatever kind of sweet deal i tried to cut these hoes a,
2: a dollar's a dollar don't matter yeah, how much fuck it, these it, hoes still whatever
1: else whatever um whatever else it was what um <laughs> 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 i know and um And uh, I can't remember, something about janky promoters, man, I forgot. Uh,
0: So many of them out there, gotta be careful.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, I was gonna say the homie James Robinson, Stoop Kid, he has video of me calling Waldo out and screaming and cursing and spitting, and I've never (laughs) seen it, and I hope someday I get to. Yeah,
2: I'd like to see that one as well. Yeah. So you just, you just doing good till you leave here? Everything all right?
1: Everything's Gucci.
2: Ready to sling some CDs. Yeah. Is this your first South by Southwest?
1: It is. I'm going to South by Southwest after Arizona, after Vegas. Speaking making of making that, a real road trip, did you see uh, Alex
0: G on that plane? Was that was that for South by Southwest? She was like on an airplane, and then she got to sing in front of everybody. That shit was tight. Oh, I didn't even see this. <laughs>
1: I feel like I've maybe seen the airplane video, but I, I'm not aware if it was South by Southwest or not. I couldn't tell you that. I'm just
0: trying to think, like, if you were on that plane and somebody <laughs> brings out a microphone, and oh, I don't know if they were microphone. actually in the air before it took off, but that'd be kind of funnier in the air and you're, like, sitting there like, what the fuck? Why is somebody up there singing?
1: I think another band actually <laughs> played on an airplane recently, the other day, honestly.
2: Why, why doesn't shit like this happen to me? I know. I get the two big guys that give
0: me the middle seat, and these motherfuckers get entertainment while they fly. <clears throat> I get the baby trying to breastfeed on me when the mom's just holding it wrong. Oh.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> My titties ain't even that big. <laughs> well, why don't you? Why don't you
2: fly? You drive everywhere you go.
1: Because man, flying sucks. You know I wasn't born with fucking wings <laughs> or gills, so I can't. I'm not supposed to be swimming or flying. Like. I'm supposed to walk on the fucking earth with my two feet. And I guess I'll roll around in a fucking little pod that goes 100 miles an hour or so. But that's enough for me. At least I'm still on the ground. I'm not 30,000 feet in the fucking air. I can't even breathe normally. <laughs> I'm not out there over the vast expanses of water where I'm most certainly going to drown or end up like castaway. Like, nah, man, I just like to keep it on the earth.
2: I want to know why you, – you said yourself that you were scared, Knuckles, about flying over the air or flying nah, over the water.
0: Flying over water is just crazy because I always just think, like, if that – the crash is just, like, instant. But I feel like all of a sudden it hits water, the plane breaks open, you get trapped under the plane, then your ass is going to drown.
2: <laughs> See, that's horrible, too. Me, personally, I don't, I, I don't know what it is. I don't like mountains. I don't like driving through them. I don't like flying over them. I just, I'd like to demolish them and make everything a fucking flatland.
1: (laughs) You wish you were on this road trip with me when my brakes are (laughs) starting.
2: Floyd Hill was, I guess, the greatest time of my life because I was bouncing up and down while I couldn't stop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So what's your, uh, do you have any upcoming shows besides the weddings? Or Where can people reach you?
1: Um... Upcoming shows. Uh, I got the wedding, and then uh, I'm going to go out to Vegas, and we'll go to South by Southwest, and I probably won't play any shows at either of those places. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to come home, and i probably going to uh, at least be DJing a little bit during um, the Ritz show up in uh, Greeley in April are you, are at the Moxie Theater. I'm, I'm at least going to uh, DJ for, like, Y.O. Okay. And... Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to get a set on that show. I'm working on it. I'm working on getting my own opening sets here. Mm -hmm. Get my feet wet into this rapping, performing kind of thing. So I'm ready to do that. Um, Honestly, yeah. Just got to build some shows for ourselves. Oh, and then, yeah, I'm starting a residency in Cheyenne when I get back. Really? every Monday night will be ladies' night at the Redwood Lounge. Redwood and Lounge and package li- liquor in uh in Cheyenne, and so be there, be square, and you know come uh with your panties tied in a <laughs> bow in your hair, uh all that good stuff. Ladies' night in Cheyenne Monday night starting March twenty third. So I'll be doing that.
0: Okay, what's your booking information if somebody wants to book you? Oh,
1: or- you can call me. You can call my phone like old school ways, 970-443-0079. That's your best bet, unless you want to email me, MrMagic1234 at AOL.com. That's just M-R-M-A-G-I-C1234 at AOL.com. Same email since 6th grade. What? You
0: can follow him on Twitter, at t Bone Scarpone.
1: Yo. Yeah, you can Google T-Bone Scarpone and find all my filthy shit online. <laughs> all
0: right, where's uh, your new mixtape pack? Where can people find that, or how can they get it?
1: <laughs> well, you can hear the whole thing on SoundCloud. Um, I have a good portion of it up on Reverb Nation by now. It's on my MySpace, but I don't even know how to work MySpace anymore, so dead that. Um, <laughs> uh, it, most of it's on YouTube. I think it's pretty much all on YouTube now. Um And yeah, I have hard copies too. So if you listen to this podcast, uh, the Bootleg and Jay Knuckles show, you can uh, you know uh, uh, Twitter these guys or or get in touch with uh, some of us somehow. Give us your mailing address; I'll send you a copy of Meet.
0: You can follow me at Jay Knuckles, J K N U C K L E Z, and you can follow Bootleg at Real Bootleg, R E A
2: L B O O T L E G. Because, once again, the original bootleg. (laughs) was take.
1: West coast.
2: So, yeah, we'll we'll probably wrap this up here in a minute, though. Uh, I want to play one of your songs at the end of this, so. Okay. I want to play the cover of The Rolling Stone, if that's fine with you.
1: No. uh, Yeah, of course it's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fine like a motherfucker. Fine like your mama. Fine like her mama. And that's it. We out, bitch.
2: That's two fingers. All right. T-Bone. It was good meeting with you, man.
1: Thanks for having me, fellas.
2: Good luck on your journey. Hell yeah. Thanks, Thanks for coming. Thanks, boys. And come back. Love y'all.
1: <laughs> I don't believe it.
3: Oh. Don't touch
1: Arms. Hey Blicky. Hey tavern
3: Tell them who we are. Well, we're hip-hop rappers and we dress real dapper and we're loved everywhere that we go. We rap about pussy and we rap about weed We do it all for the sexy little hoes We smoking lots of that shit to keep yeah. the fucking fire lit uh-huh. But some shit that we just no, don't, no, know I don't know Is the shit that'll hit you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone Wanna see my picture on the cover? Stone. Wanna buy five copies for my mother? Stone. Wanna see my smiling face? Level, we ain't never even you known. It's the high that'll lift you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. I wanna see my picture on the cover. I wanna buy five copies for my mother I wanna see my smiling face on the cover of the Rolling Stone. A bunch of little teenage brown-eyed groupies who'll uh-huh. do anything that we say. Thank God for Tupac of my room for teaching us a better way. We roll with the crew to every single show so you know we never go home alone. And we still roll in saddens, but it's better than cover wagons. Man, we need to get on Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Wanna see my picture on the cover? Wanna buy five copies for my mother? Wanna see my smiling face on the cover of the Rolling Stone? The fucking Rolling Stone. Finally, got a cover, baby. We're beautiful fellas. I can see us get a cover. Make beautiful cover. Front
1: page smiling, man. Oh, beautiful.